I V M. This is a special edition of Pesa Vesa. On this episode, we have Vishal Khandelwal, founder of Safal Niveshak, one of India's best blogs on value investing. This is the first part of the series where Anupam talks to Vishal about his background, his education, what really drove him towards value investing, who are his teachers, what were his biggest successes and failures. Listeners, welcome to this very special podcast of Pesa Vesa. I'm your host Anupam Gupta. Lot of you have asked how does one start investing directly in stocks? How do you build a portfolio for the really long term? We've all heard of Warren Buffett. We'd all love to have this type of portfolio that we just buy and you just forget. Well, today I have the best person to talk on these things. I'm really thrilled to have with me Vishal Kandelwal, founder of Safal Niveshak, what I regard as India's best blog on value investing. If you haven't already, you should check out safalniveshak.com. That's S A F A L N I V E S H A K dot com. Safal Niveshak means successful investor. The first time I visited Vishal's blog, I was just stunned, you know, at the sheer amount of knowledge that he has out there. I immediately signed up for his newsletter, which last I checked has some thirty-seven thousand subscribers. And if you have not subscribed to it, go to safalniveshak.com. This special weather special will be split into three parts. In the first part, we'll start with Vishal's background, his education, what really drove him towards value investing, you know, what were his successes, failures, his teachers. In the second part, we'll we'll focus on value investing, um, simple tips on building your own portfolio, when to buy, when to sell. Finally, in the third part, we'll get to money and life. All of us want our our money to work better for us. We'll get into simple rules in personal finance, savings, leading a better life, managing your money better, stuff like that. Vishal, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for doing this episode. And welcome to Pesa Vesa. Let's start at the very beginning. You know, were you always fascinated with stocks as your child? Did you really always want to enter the stock market when you were young, or in or in college? What was your education like? And you know, when did you really get bitten by the stock market bug? Tell me. Well, thanks, Anupam, for having me here. I think yeah. uh, I don't talk much, uh, so I think pretty nervous to start with. <laughs> uh, but I think uh, getting to your first question about was I always fascinated about stock markets? Not really. I think stock markets happened to me uh, uh, accidentally. Um, I come from a business family, okay. So I'd seen my father uh, dabble in stocks. Uh, I have early memories of uh, watching him uh, watch CNBC and sure. reading the Economic Times, hmm. and that was my only introduction to the stock market then. But I always thought that stock market is is a gambler's den. It's a place ah, where people gamble. Yes. So I, being a very shy person, I think I was never inclined or never attracted towards stock market. My likeness for stock investing started after I got into my first job as an okay. equity research analyst, and that mm-hmm. was in two thousand three. Mm-hmm. And even that first job was an accident, then a chosen one. Okay. I wanted to get into foreign exchange industry, but at that time, you were just uh, the Indian economy was just coming out of a <coughs> big bubble burst yes. after dot com crisis, yes. and there were not many jobs which are available in in any kind of market. So I did my uh, MBA in finance from Bombay University, and I wanted to get into a foreign exchange market, but 
the only job which came to me was equity research and i grabbed it so folks just to tell you guys what it was like in 2003 i remember that because i was also working in the market back then the dot com bubble as which i'll said had just crashed you had 911 um interest rates were still pretty high 2002 2003 if i remember correctly the sensex would have been around about 3000 nobody was interested nobody was really interested in, in the stock market so what you see today of sip flows and everybody wants to have an sip and everybody is in the market and nifty that 10000 that time honestly nobody really cared which all what is it yeah so as i mentioned i think it was more of an accident than a chosen profession and i think uh, if i go back and look back at the time when i uh, took up that job hmm. it was actually uh, uh, more of a, for personal reasons i had promised my to be wife oh. that i would get the first job that i got after my mba and get married oh, okay. so the first job that came to me was stock markets and uh, that's that's the uh, that's the place where my journey started okay um, i started working with a independent research company mm-hmm. uh, in bombay mm-hmm. and uh, i worked there for 8 years so i've been equity master that's equitymaster.com so right. i started Uh, uh, my career with them in 2003 mm-hmm. as an equity research analyst and uh, uh, quit in 2011 right. uh, to start Safal Nivesh. So I did uh, like point to point eight years on that job. Okay, so you know, you spoke about quitting your job. Yes. For a lot of us, that's a dream. One fine day, we'll just quit our job and do whatever we want and be our own bosses uh, and stuff like that. Um, what you know? What was you thinking at that point of time? That you would just you know, uh, what was you planning at that point of time? So uh, when I was working with Equity Master, we were actually uh, dealing with retail investors, uh, mm-hmm. uh, recommending stocks to them. Uh, uh, but I think uh, uh, when you are in the stock market, and especially when you are in a bull market, mm-hmm. so my career started with the start of a bull market, the best ever that India has ever yes, seen in 2003. Yes. yes. And by 2008, I thought uh, I was a, like a master of the universe <laughs> because you're an analyst. Whatever you're recommending is turning to gold. Yeah. People are making a lot of money. But then 2008 happened, yes. and a lot of people actually around me, people who took my recommendations, my family members. Who took my recommendations actually lost a lot of money. Right. So that was a realization that uh, I think there's something better, something uh, much more meaningful that I must be doing mm-hmm. than recommending stocks blindly. Sure. And the idea then was to get on ground, meet okay. people, teach right. them. uh not just how to make money in stock markets but more importantly how not to lose their hard earned money okay so that was a core idea of meeting people educating them on how not to lose their money which led me to start uh, or led me to quit my job and start safal niveshak so folks just to put it in perspective like i said 2003 sensex would have been about 3000 and in just 5 years by jan 2008 the sensex had hit 21000 seven right. times return in 5 years honestly you know you would want to be there you want a piece of that action but when the market crash it was not good at all a lot of stocks at that point of time had just you know they would just fall 40 50 60 70% uh, mutual funds also were affected lot of retail investors were affected uh, i don't know if you remember the uh, the ipo of reliance power jan 2008 that really marked the peak at that point of time and we all know what happened after that the lehman happened the global financial crisis happened india's gdp also went for a toss and a lot of things then you know put people away from the stock market they were just not convinced you would see this happening you know if you've been in the stock markets for a long time you would remember 1992 when harshad mehta was there 1999 when the dot com bubble burst or whether there was ketan park and all those scams so people just thought that you know this is not going to last there's always going to be a crash like this so there was no thinking there at that point of time that equity markets could be a source of investment my guess is at that point of time a lot of people probably went to real estate that's so proper you know they went to gold and in that they probably missed out on that bottom that equity markets form which is really when you have to be there but then, that's how people behave i think yeah, <laughs> but then what do you know you know when the markets are crashing you would not want to invest in stocks that's right so tell me shall 
so far you know now that you've run safal neveshak and you've got so much experience how's you know what's what's been the journey so far what's you know who who are your big, biggest teachers where do you get your sources of knowledge and what really forms the framework for which you do thinking on stocks so i think the journey uh, for the past 6 years ever since i started safal neveshak has been challenging and that's sure. why it has been beautiful i think i've made a lot of friends i have uh, learned a lot As far as teachers are concerned, I believe in what our Vedas say on the subject. They say "Ano Bhadra Kratve Yantu Vishvata." I have no idea what that means. Which simply means "Let noble thoughts come from everywhere." Wow! So I have found teachers everywhere, all around me. I have found teachers from Mother Nature in the form of Mother Nature. I have found teachers uh, from the guys who till our land, to, mm-hmm. who who produce our uh, food, mm-hmm. to the guy who climb the mountains. So mm-hmm. uh, they teach me about patience. They've taught me about the the importance of hard work mm-hmm. and and uh, taking one step at a time and mm-hmm. being patient. over a long period of time hmm. importantly i have also learned a lot from negative people uh, who have taught me what not to do in life or <laughs> okay. what i should not become in life so mm-hmm. uh, so uh, i think the crux is that uh, it's very important for us to learn from everyone uh, mm-hmm. and everything in terms of specific people and specifically about investing i think uh, two people who have really uh, helped me a lot in this journey are the guys the world knows as warren buffett and charlie munger of course these two amazing guys the best uh, uh, thinkers as far as investing is concerned the best uh, thinkers as far as business is concerned mm-hmm. and i consider consider them also among the best thinkers um, as far as living a very happy and contented life is concerned mm. so i think uh, these two guys uh, uh, have been among the prominent ones who have taught me a lot sure as far as success is concerned i think uh, it's still a journey as is i think you understand uh, mm. uh, but for me i think success is more about having the peace of mind mm. which is a direct result of uh, uh, satisfaction in knowing that i'm trying to make the effort mm. to do my best to become the best that i am capable of becoming sure so i think uh, it's it's still a far uh, the destination is still very far but i think mm. the journey itself is supremely enjoyable and that that really keeps me going mm. in terms of failures uh, i don't really uh, think of any failures except that i should have started much earlier <laughs> as far as investing is concerned as far as uh, uh, doing what i'm doing uh, in terms of safal neveshak is concerned mm. so not starting earlier is the only failure which i can think of otherwise i think we are still learning so every every failure every mistake has a lesson yes so this is what um, i think as far as um, so i think so before i wrap up this part for the few people okay who've never heard of warren buffet who've never heard of charlie yeah. munger let's you know let's not be presumptive out here that's true you're the best person that i know who can tell us who these two people are and why they are so important to investing so warren buffet uh, uh, I think most people know him as one of the richest guys in the world but I think Warren Buffett is uh, one guy uh, if you if you read if you follow him you learn a lot about living life uh, mm-hmm. sensibly. Uh, Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger are partners in uh, uh, owning a business called Berkshire Hathaway in yes. America and Berkshire Hathaway is an investment vehicle through which they invest their money. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also an insurance company reinsurance so uh, uh, they they get money from uh, customers in terms of insurance premium and they invest that money. Mm-hmm. So they are counted amongst the best investors in the world uh, they've compounded they've grown their money at around 20 20 21% over the past 50 60 years wow. which is a lot of money <laughs> yeah, and they've done money. it sensibly the most important mm. thing is that they have not really taken real risks in mm. as far as investing is money concerned and mm. they have done it sensibly mm. the most important uh, thing that i the most uh, important thing which i like about buffett and munger is their willingness to share their learnings with the world mm. so i don't really find uh, many more people who are willing to share their learnings mm. uh, um, over the 
years with people and right. this is where Buffett and Munger really stand out these guys are now 85 90 years old 90 plus years old but they if you if you just hear them if you just see them they are as enthusiastic as they were I think 50 years back they've influenced I don't know how many people they've influenced I think generations and generations, generations. folks um, if you want to start reading about Warren Buffett my suggestion would be you could just go to the website yeah start from pretty much all the investment letters these are annual letters that Buffet and Munger write to the shareholders of Berkshire Hathaway that's true so go to Berkshire Hathaway website and just go to the archive of the investment letters spend time there if you are interested in beginning a career or even starting to invest in stocks I tell you there is no other better place to go from there and like Vishal said it's this is not just about analyzing companies or understanding companies You'll find a lot of stuff there about life. Vishal, just tell me one lesson, you know, that just just at random about life that you learned from them. I'm sure there are many. Yeah, just of course, one of that course you can there's many, many lessons. But I think uh, there's one lesson which I've learned uh, 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 from Charlie Munger. Um, he's a very uh, famous saying. He says that all I want to know is where I'm going to die. Mm. So I will not go there. Mm. It simply means you know what can destroy you. If you know what can destroy you, simply don't do that thing. Yes. So uh, he talks about this quote uh, based on a, a principle of inversion. Okay. And inversion simply means that if you want to solve the most difficult uh, problems in life, you just mm. invert the question. Wow. So in terms of... Uh, uh, Should I take this job or shouldn't I take this job? Yeah, so I think like that. uh, that's one example. But uh, as far as investing is concerned, yeah. for example, uh, rather than asking how can I be successful at investing, right. you should ask how can I fail at investing. Uh-huh. So if you know how, what, what are the various ways you can fail at investing, you stop doing those kind of things. Right. So Obviously. that's inversion for you, and, and I think that's the biggest lesson which I have learned from Munger and Buffett. Fantastic, uh, folks. That's a wrap on the first of our three-part series with Vishal Khandewal of Safal Niveshak. Stay tuned for the second part where we're going to deep dive into value investing and what that's about. You're going to really want to listen to all three parts. This is a really special episode. Thank you for listening. If you have any money-related questions, you can tweet to us at IVM Podcasts or email us at pesavesa at indusfox.com. No material on the show should be considered as financial advice. The material on the show is for informational purposes only. Please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision.